0: Help, 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 help. What do you do in an emergency situation? And there's three things that people do. Uh, according to the experts, some people fight, some people flight, and some people freeze. So some people turn and uh, face the challenge front on and fix it, make it better. They're cool, calm, and collected. They can think logically, and they make the situation better. Other people get the hell out of there. So their, their body fills up with epinephrine and adrenaline, and they sprint away. Not very helpful if you're a boss, a, a coach, a teacher, a parent, you're responsible for a group of people, you probably can't run away. So, you probably have to be a critical thinker, a solution finder. You can't afford to run away. You have to turn and fight, overcome the challenge. The third one, unfortunately, is a really tricky one and something that seems to be coming more and more uh, obvious in the world today where people are panicking. And here's a great quote that I learned a very long time ago Panic is never part of the solution because what happens when you panic is you freeze so the same thing goes on in your brain your body says you're under stress your brain says we've got to get the hell out of here you are filled up with epinephrine adrenaline and cortisol but your brain shuts down because you, it seems for some reason you haven't got the ability to turn and fight or to run away so you freeze and that is a hormonal situation it's an emotional situation but even emotions go back to physiology and it's your body now incapable of coming up with a solution because you're frozen, you're panicking, you're, you're hiding from the animal rather than turning and fighting or running away. You're trying to hide from the threat or hope the threat doesn't see you. Leave me alone, leave me alone. I can't deal with this versus turning and fighting the threat to overcome it or to run away. Now, as a boss, as a coach, a parent, a teacher, a leader, obviously you can't run away because you have to take everybody with you and it's probably pretty hard to carry even one person, let alone 100 or 1,000. Uh, you definitely can't panic. If you are in a, in a leadership role, it has been suggested that the highest paid character trait for a leader is the ability to remain calm under pressure. And, of course, the reason for that is if you are calm, You can now think logically, not emotionally, and they're at two ends of the scale. You cannot be emotional and logical at the same time. So if you're panicking, it's your emotions out of control. Your endocrine system, your hormonal system has lost control. So you can't think clearly. So that's why panic is never part of the solution. So here's an interesting question. If you are a boss, a coach, a leader, a parent, a teacher, do you have an option to panic? And I hope the answer is no. Do you have an option to run away? Maybe if it's a personal challenge just for you. But if you've got people relying on you, isn't it important that you can turn and fight the challenge, overcome the threat, uh, be the person that can be cool, calm and collected for everybody else? And there's a second part to that which I always like to add in. Uh, If you can get people to relax, to be calm and to laugh... Because obviously laughing uh, changes the hormonal balance in the brain. And one of the really important things, my father taught me this as a little girl. He said to me, "Whenever, whenever you get married, he said, I want you to marry somebody who's really smart, but they've got a really good sense of humor. Because he shared with me, obviously, that when you've got a sense of humor, you can get other people to laugh. You can laugh, which calms you down as well. And if you can see the bright side, the humorous side of something, then you're more likely to make a better decision rather than the person who's got the negative outlook outlook on everything. So I'm asking very personally because I deal on a day-to-day basis with people who say to me, I'm panicking or I panicked. And maybe we overuse that word because if you're panicking because you left the roast in the oven for too long or if you're panicking because you're going to be late for work or if you're panicking because your car won't start, they're all things that we either have control over or we could have had control over if we looked after them sooner and they're not usually life and death. Wouldn't it be, and here's a great question, could it be a good idea, should we leave the word panic (laughs) and I hope you never use it but if you're ever going to use it shouldn't we use it in the context of life and death because most people use the word panic now is just a normal word and here's the challenge with that of course that when you are in a life and death situation how are you going to handle that massive stress if you put massive stress onto the little things in your life so one of the things I've learned to do is laugh as quickly as possible in a stressful situation. So if something's broken or something, just the mundane things that happen in life, you spill something on a white dress, I've done that many times, the heel of my shoe breaks on the way out to an important meeting, uh, I, I drop a, a bag of groceries and they spill, everything spills all over the kitchen floor. Things like that, that they just happen. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm very aware of doing this and it's a habit that I've got into and there's two things that I do. One is I laugh as quickly as possible. I imagine that I'm on one of those uh, Funniest Home Video shows and somebody's watching that from a distance because it's usually pretty funny. And if I ever feel myself uh, getting angry or annoyed or frustrated or and I, I hate the word panic but I'm going to use the word panic. I always say this to myself. Did that happen? Did somebody do that to you? Did that happen to you? Or did that just happen? So it's not like the world's against me and that's why my grocery bag broke. Or uh, everybody hates me so that's why the battery went flat. It's just its just a thing that happened. It's just a part of life. And if we put too much emphasis and we put too much uh, big adjectives on the small things in life, is it possible that when the big things arrive, we really won't be able to handle them? Uh, If you get, a, for example, a horrible example, but let's just say you're diagnosed with a terminal illness or a horrible disease, that is often a reason for panic with some people. Uh, But here's a great thing to consider. Number one is, can you prevent most horrible diseases? Yes, at least 80% of them are preventable by being healthy, fit and strong. The next bit is, if you are healthy, fit and strong, even if it's a horrible disease, you'll be able to handle it better. You'll be able to handle the horrible process better you'll recover quicker and it's less likely to come back so you can now think about that horrible situation a little bit more clearly because you've got more control over it and I think that's the opposite panic is over here no control when you're in full control now you can think logically and make things better so that's one of the things that I always use and one of the reasons why I never panic Is I always look at the worst case scenario, which is an interesting thing for a positive, passionate person who's always optimistic, but the solution finding part of that. So I want to be a powerful, passionate, positive, optimistic solution finder. So you've got to find the solution before the hassle happens, before the challenge happens, before the big, uh, horrible situation happens. So what's the worst case scenario? Could I get a terminal illness? Could I die? That's probably the worst case scenario. Uh, Could the house burn down? Could something happen to somebody that I love? What do I need to do? Because I have to, what is the worst case scenario? Accept that that could happen. Work out a way to deal with the worst case scenario so that if it does happen, I've got a plan in place. I don't have to panic. And that's one of the other really special things about being healthy fit and strong is when you get huffed on a regular basis at 100% effort phosphate system, which is that stay alive fight and flight system, when you lift in that system, so you lift overload a heavy load, when your body when you look at a load and you think, oh, I can't lift that, but I'm going to give it a crack anyway, and you, you lift that load, whether it's a rock or a log or a dumbbell, a barbell, uh, wheelbarrow full of sand it doesn't matter if you overcome something that you didn't think you could overcome is it possible that your brain gets tougher and stronger to overcome something bigger in the future now again i've got physiology on my side because that's what brain derived neurotropic factor does the fertilizer for your brain if you overcome something the, your brain fills up with fertilizer to say if you're ever in that situation again you will need to be tougher stronger wiser more logical less emotional so let's make sure that all of those hormonal systems Are in place that you can handle that in the future. So that's why getting puffed at 100% effort in the phosphate system is so incredibly important for everybody, but particularly for bosses, leaders, coaches, parents, teachers, because if people are relying on you, you can't panic. You've got to turn and fight and overcome the challenge. Fight and overcome the challenge. What a great mindset. If it's a personal thing, you might need to sprint away. But I'm hoping again that there's never an option to panic or to freeze. So you've got to keep putting your body into a situation where it can overcome threats so that when a big threat arrives, it's used to it. What's the worst case scenario? How do I deal with that worst case scenario? How fit and strong do I need to be to be able to handle it when it comes along? What does my brain need to be able to cope with? And constantly sharing with yourself, I'm an optimistic, positive, solution-finding person. What do I need to do to keep doing that and getting better and better at that every day? And of course, the physiology of that get puffed, lift heavy in the phosphate system so your body gets used to fight and flight. I call it the stay alive system. So for you, if panic is not an option, then let's remove the word. Things like struggling, I can't deal with it, I can't cope, I'm panicking. The things that we label now so easily... How about we just remove those negative words, replace them with positives, which is how can I be fit and strong mentally and physically to handle the tougher situation that comes along? Here's the worst-case scenario. Here's how I'm going to get ready for it. This is my plan to deal with it, and then if it ever arrives, you're ready to deal with it. Could that be a really good way to live your life rather than panicking please can remove that word from our life and turn it into fight and fight and stay alive so you can sing like I do. I feel good na 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 I knew that I would now because I'm alive and I can fight. Woohoo